100% Real with Lisa Cabrera. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, I had a bit of a rough day on Saturday. And I will get into that on and at a different time. I got a chance to rest. And now I must speak my piece on what happened to a Tatiana. Jefferson in Texas, Fort Worth. We saw all of the signs leading up to her death. Let's take it back to Micah Xavier Johnson, Dallas, Texas. July 7th, 2016, Micah Johnson was angry because Dallas police were racist and had full of deep, obvious hate for the black community. And he witnessed this over and over and over and over. Here we are in 2019 and we are still witnessing what Micah saw and the reason why he acted. I fully, fully understand. I understand that, brother. We saw both of them get shot down just watching TV and eating a bowl of ice cream. A Dallas cop walks into his apartment argues with him, and within seconds, she did what they call a double tap, where a bullet went to his heart, and the other one went in the wall because she was going for his head, and by that time, he already fell. A man that was of no threat to her. and got the easiest murder sentence I've ever seen in my life. White privilege. We see it all over the place. Days after the trial, we see Joshua Brown 
gunned down over some weed deal from these guys that drove over 300 miles from Alexandria, Louisiana, Louisiana, a state where marijuana is legalized. They drove from that state into Dallas to do this big drug deal with Joshua Brown that went wrong days after a trial where his testimony put a cop behind bars named Amber Geiger. Days. Nobody was raising any issue about him being a drug dealer during that trial. This was the prosecution key witness. Now, you mean to tell me down there in Dallas, y'all going to let a drug kingpin, because that's what you make them sound like, take the stand against a cop and put that help, put that cop behind bars? You going to let that happen? And then you come before the cameras with your corrupt asses. Given an explanation, I don't think anybody in the black community has fully accepted. You know, the history in America, you have lied on us, on jobs. You fabricated things on us in school. You have trumped up charges on innocent black men, women, and children. You have insisted that we've done things that we never did. You steal our ideas. You steal our inventions. You steal, 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 steal. And we're supposed to just keep going as if it don't matter. And if you say things about it, you're racist. No, that's not racism. Speaking out against things that are really happening to you, that's not racism. You're going to have to do better on pointing about what's racist. You're doing very poorly in that, I'm afraid. Extremely poor. Now... We're not even two weeks out. And already we got another person killed in her own home. A neighbor saw the door opened and wanted to do a wellness call. He wanted to make sure the family in that house was okay. You know, under normal circumstances, which we have never seen in America, we don't even know what the fuck normal circumstances are. A cop should come out, go to the door and see what's going on just to make sure everybody in the house is okay. And then that cop should turn around and leave. But these cops 
because it was not just one cop. It was one cop that do the, did the shooting, but he wasn't alone. He didn't show up on the scene by himself. He had a partner. Somebody else was there with him. He's so damn spooked. He gonna pull a gun out. Scream from outside of the house. Show your hands. And then fire around that kills a 28-year-old woman in her own damn house. Didn't we just hear about this being done to both of them? And the more I hear about Dallas-Fort Worth police, the more ugly I see the situation. And this is a trend all around the country, ladies and gentlemen. It is a trend around the country. And it's an unacceptable trend. I don't care if I never change a white person's mind. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to my people. I'm talking to black people. And I don't care if white people listening to me are upset. Fuck you. Don't care how you feel. You don't care how my people feel. Because if you did, you would be out here raising hell to these cops that are killing us unarmed. We have been here for 500 fucking years. If you were going to say something, you would have stood up by now. The fact that we haven't seen you lift a pinky, we know what direction you're going in. You're going in the direction was, well, huh, you got your privilege. You got your thing going on. Fuck you. I'm not interested in talking to you. Listen at your will. Don't care what you think. Don't care if it's racist. Don't care. Don't give a fuck. My black people, if you can't do nothing else, we must get on code. We must get on code. The other day, True Royal and I interviewed Antoinette Washington. And I know she's very emotional in the interview, but don't get stuck on that. Listen to the interview. Both parts I have out there. Martin Rivera, the partner and lover of Amber Geiger, killed her son 12 years ago over a candy bar out of a 7-Eleven that was paid for. Y'all hearing me? You hear me now? He blew a hole in the head of a person that paid for a candy bar. 
He didn't lose his job. He didn't go on trial. And you see what kind of cop he is, right? He encouraged Amber Geiger to destroy evidence and wipe out text messages. He's a dirty pig and a murderer. You tell me how intact would your emotions be if someone killed someone in your family that paid for candy bar out of the 7-Eleven, got accused of stealing, and then some rogue-ass cop going to come rolling up on them and blowing them away over a fucking candy bar. I don't even care at this point if the candy bar wasn't paid for. And anybody that comes along after you've heard all of these multiple unarmed shooting of black people and they're sitting up there talking about, well, the cop was right. Oh, well, the cop feared for his life. Well, what did you want the cop to do? You need to cut that person off forever. Don't you ever go back to deal with them for any other reason. Get on code, black people. The person that is opening their mouth and talking to you like that, either black or coonet or coon black or some white supremacists, that person is telling you, and yes, even other black people will do this shit. They are telling you your life ain't worth shit. And the cop in these situations are always right. As soon as that shit comes out of their mouth, the next thing you need to do is cut them off and never, ever go back to dealing with them again, ever. You know what that's called? It's called on code. White supremacy is never, ever going to change in America. White supremacist cops will always exist in America. They have existed from slave catching days all the way up until now. We never saw a more kinder, gentler police force in America in 500 years. Why is that? Because their position is, we're going to stay on top, even if it means killing you over any damn thing. We are going to keep killing you like this because we need to send a message. We're at the top, you're at the bottom. And you got all of these other groups in this bitch that's watching this. And not one of them. You don't see Asians. You don't see East Indians. You don't see Arabs. You don't see um, all of these uh, uh, Mexicans and people crossing the border. You don't see none of them saying, you know what? What you're doing is wrong. And we're going to join our black brothers and sisters and fight the system. None. You know why? Because we are truly a people on our own.
and you better start acting like it. We're going to have to change. It's been far too many of us killed. Unjustifiably. All this, the cop feared for their life. Ladies and gentlemen, that's nothing but a mere smokescreen. How come they're not in fear of their lives when they're dealing with anybody else other than black people? They say that terminology with us more than anyone else. Why is that? They have used that to get away with slaughtering us. And that is the only reason why that phrase has been taught to white supremacist officers. It is the biggest smokescreen police departments around America got going. That phrase is their key phrase Get out of jail for free ticket. Get off for killing an unarmed nigga up in here. And it is it, it, it's accepted by white supremacist judges and black coonette judges everywhere. Our deaths unarmed is acceptable to the world. I'm not interested in feuding with other black people. I'm interested in being around like-minded black people that are down for making our own changes. And that's the problem. We get up, we complain, and we keep moving forward to the next shooting and the next one. And the next, and the next, and the next. It doesn't work. We're going to have to do better or die. Because that's what it's coming down to. Nobody's going to save us. This government is not going to help us. These politicians, many of them are career politicians that have been in office for decades. They know exactly what's happening to us and not one of them are pushing a piece of legislation to shut down these cops from killing us unarmed. Not one, not one. It tells you how deeply invested they are in our death and our demise. You think somebody like Mitch McConnell is going to sign some legislation for the cops to leave us the hell alone? That motherfucker is rolling in our blood. And don't give a damn. See, people like him, 
will sit in those positions and act like they are untouchable. And that's why someone like him keeps getting reelected because one vow that all of these politicians have made is to do nothing for the black community. And that's exactly what they've done all through the centuries and decades. Nothing. Nothing. They see what happened to both of them. They see what happened to a Tatiana Jefferson. You won't see a Texas politician come forward to put their foot down and start digging it in the asses of these police departments. You won't see one. Black politicians are not our friends, nor are black judges or black police officers. You cannot change this deep drenching and dropping in blood white supremacist system. I'm not interested in changing it. I'm interested in changing you and getting you on code because it is a matter of life and death at this point in time. And it has been for centuries. Nobody is going to look out for us other than us. And at this stage of the game, black people, why, why, why don't you see cops are not here to help us? Why? Why? Do any of them seem like they want to help us? I don't care about all this nonsense about who said this about what. Fuck all of that. Why? Why don't you understand they are never, ever going to help us. Why? We got to help us. We got to help us. We got to help us. I am so sorry this young lady lost her life. My heart aches for her. I don't give a damn about no gun. It is not illegal for black people to have guns. I don't want to hear this bullshit about guns from white folks. Please go somewhere and sit down. There are many black people in this country with legalized guns. They are legal and they can have a gun. I am so sick of police and white citizens up in this bitch going buck wild every time a black person have access to a gun. 
you're doing it because you feel we should never be armed. You want us in a situation where you can do anything you want, beat us, kill us, maim us, and do whatever you want. And we have no way of protecting ourselves. That's the only reason why you're reacting that way when we have a gun. Captain Obvious. Wake up, please wake up. No one is going to ever be here for us in this society. And you better start acting like it. Put all of these differences aside. Get on code and stay on code. And stop embracing people that have showed you for centuries that they have nothing but a deep disdain and hatred for you that will never, ever die out. Their hate for us will never die. There is no hugs or I forgive you that's going to make all of that hate within them disappear. You are wasting your time embracing and acting like Brent John. You are wasting your time. You are not going to love and pray racial hatred away from people that have been showing it to you for centuries. Get off of that crap, black people. Get off of it now. There is no preacher in the land that's going to come up with a scripture to take hatred out of their hearts. Wake the fuck up. This concludes my podcast for today. Those of you that support my podcast, thank you. If you are not a supporter, please consider becoming one. You know, right now I have 38 supporters. I would like to grow it even more. If you can become a supporter for as little as 99 cents a month, that will give me the ability to keep going with these podcasts for you. And I sure hope you enjoyed what I said, but I want you to get out of the frame of mind that somebody outside of us is going to help. They've already showed you. They're not. They're going to sit idly by and watch your blood spill just like they have for all of these centuries. And it don't matter what group of people it is outside of us. They're going to sit and just watch. They've already showed you this. Now, if you want to continue to be friends with them despite all of that, you have the right to do so. But you better proceed with caution. Peace, family.